0: For her, low swells of prairie like ground sloped up to the west. Dark, lonely cedar trees, few and far between, stood out strikingly, and at long distances, ruins of red rocks. Farther on, up the gradual slope, rose a broken wall, a huge monument, looming dark purple and stretching its solitary mystic way a wavering line that faded in the north. Here to the westward was the light and color and beauty. Northward the slope descended to a dim line of canyons from which rose an upflinging of the earth, not mountainous, but a vast heave of purple uplands with ribbed and fan-shaped walls, castle-crowned cliffs and gray escarpments. Over it all crept the lengthening, waning afternoon shadows. The rapid beat of hoofs recalled Jane Witherstein to the question at hand. A group of riders cantered up the lane, dismounted, and threw their bridles. They were seven in number, and Tull, the leader, a tall, dark man, was an elder of Jane's church. Did you get my message? He asked curtly. Yes, replied Jane. I sent word I'd give that rider Venters half an hour to come down to the village. He didn't come. He knows nothing of it, said Jane. I didn't tell him. I've been waiting here for you. Where is Venters? I left him in the courtyard. Here, Jerry, called Tull, turning to his man. Take the gang and fetch Venters out here if you have to rope him. The dusty-booted and long-spurred riders clanked noisily into the grove of Cottonwoods and disappeared in the shade. Elder Tull, what do you mean by this? demanded Jane. If you must arrest Venters, you might have the courtesy to wait till he leaves my home. And if you do arrest him, it will be adding insult to injury it's absurd to accuse venters of being mixed up in that shooting fray in the village last night he was with me at the time besides he let me take charge of his guns you're only using this as a pretext what do you mean to do to venters i'll tell you presently replied toll but first tell me why you defend this worthless rider worthless exclaimed Jane indignantly. He's nothing of the kind. He was the best rider I ever had. There's not a reason why I shouldn't champion him and every reason why I should. It's no little shame to me, Elder Tull, that through my friendship he has roused the enmity of my people and become an outcast. Besides, I owe him eternal gratitude for saving the life of little Faye. I've heard of your love for Fay Larkin and that you intend to adopt her. But, Jane Witherstein, the child is a Gentile. Yes. But, Elder, I don't love the Mormon children any less because I love a Gentile child. I shall adopt Fay if her mother will give her to me. I'm not so much against that. You can give the child Mormon teaching, said Tull. But I'm sick of seeing this fellow Venters hang around you. I'm going to put a stop to it. You've so much love to throw away on these beggars of Gentiles that I've an idea you might love Venters. Toll spoke with the arrogance of a Mormon whose power could not be brooked and with the passion of a man in whom jealousy had kindled a consuming fire. Maybe I do love him said Jane. She felt both fear and anger stir her heart. I'd never thought of that. Poor fellow. He certainly needs someone to love him. This'll be a bad day for Venters unless you deny that, returned Tull grimly. Tull's men appeared under the cottonwoods and led a young man out into the lane. His ragged clothes were those of an outcast. But he stood tall and straight, his wide...